Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Dice Camera Action. Hey! hey. Uh, so right off the bat, first, uh, Nate apologizes that he can't be with us tonight. Uh, he had something come up, but we will all He's be... He's really busy, guys. He's really busy. He's got another life um, outside of us. And what? People, Greg, people do things other than play d I know. Greg spoiled the, the news about... He uh, sure did. Know. No, Everyone knows, but we're not going to say anything what? here. Um, all I can say is we look forward to having Nate back in our group again soon. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so let's just kind of jump right into where we left off last time. The Waffle Crew, along with their guide, Dragonbait, and uh, a priest of Torm, a half-orc priest of Torm named Umbril Silvertusk, made it finally to Camp Vengeance, which is a fort run by the Order of the Gauntlet, which has come to Chult to basically lay waste to the undead that are becoming a real menace here. But it looks like they got a little menaced by undead themselves. And uh, the fort was quite besieged, and morale seemed to be very, very low. And the commander there, uh, Commander Breakbone, was kind of an ass. Um, but maybe he's just under a lot of pressure. Who knows? But anyway, um, Paulton tried to set fire to a dwarf captain's beard, um, but didn't. Uh, Evelyn consoled a beleaguered and wounded um, soldier uh, and uh, sort of helped him with some magical healing. Uh, Umbral was off in a hospital tent dealing with a bunch of other sickos. And... (laughs) Sickos in the sense (laughs) of being unwell, not in the sense of... Right, yeah. And uh, so the party hung out there for a while and were drafted, or rather dragooned, into working for Commander Breakbone as a patrol. Because apparently, in addition to the undead threat, Camp Vengeance has been beset by little frog folk known as Grung, uh, an evil menace. And you guys went off into the jungle on patrol uh, with the goal of trying to find where the Grung come from. And at one point, you were jumped by some grung in trees. And uh, Holly uh, Strix blew up a bunch of them with a fireball. Uh, Jared um, Diath ran up a tree and started stabby stabby, uh, killing <laughs> some of them. And even Evelyn was fluttering around with her boots uh, with some mushrooms that she was, that she hurled. Uh, that <laughs> that the part- totally helped. Yes, uh-huh. hurled poison mushrooms, which didn't seem to have any effect whatsoever. You and protected people. You absolutely did. And uh, Paulton cast a spell, a Crown of Madness spell, that drove one of the Grung mad and sent it off, killing and murdering its companions. (laughs) At the end of the battle, uh, the Waffle crew prevailed. Uh, There were some minor injuries. Waffles was a little upset because she got hit with a couple 
poisoned crossbow bolts. And um, at the very, very end, though, coming out of the bushes, not too far from Waffles and Evelyn, is a baby grung, sort of a grayish mauve color. And uh, it just sort of comes out and blinks, slow blinks its wide, black, dome-like eyes at you all. And that's where we ended last week. I think it was especially looking at DF. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it was, it was especially eyeballing DF. <laughs> like this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sort of holds out its big froggy, its spindly froggy arms oh, with long, no. long webbed fingers and goes, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, DF, it wants you. You're its daddy now. DF takes out the map where he's been tracking the progress. <laughs> Makes a little mark and says, all right, on to the next waypoint. <laughs> Strix is like, it's like, no. Look, I'm, all not, these... I'm not touching it, for one. I'm not no, touching it. None of no us one, are touching no one, it. No. If Evelyn yes. can touch it. As DF walks by, he strategically, you know, slams his foot down in a puddle so this water sort of cascades over the frog monster <laughs> as he as he walks by. Evelyn is like, wow, wow, wow. Evelyn keeps like, like, kind of go like instinctually reaching for it because it's like a little baby trying to be held. But then she she's like, I, I've heard that. Certain uh, frogs and reptiles, when you touch them, they have disease on yes. their, their skin. That's and correct. I just would, I would really like to take care of this poor little baby, but I just uh, am a little worried about touching it. Paulton, wa- Paulton walks over oh, no. and just sort of picks it up and licks its head. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's not how that works. It must be safe. And then he just sort of drops it. And kind no! of goes wandering off. Evelyn, oh, Evelyn pulls on on oh. some gloves and goes after it. After it, the grung? you said it wanders off. Paulton does. Oh, Paulton wanders off. No. no, I go after the grung and I kind of like. No, like I'm gonna go. I'm tap gonna go. it on the head. Okay, you can see that the the grung is is sort of wet and uh, slimy, like uh, a lot of tree frogs mm-hmm. look, um, and. Uh, it, it's uh, it just sort of when you when you pick it up it just kind of goes limp and just kind of looks at you, blinks its black dome like eyes. I look at Diaz. Diaz is like moved about twenty feet away. Oh no! These things live in the jungle. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> we we just killed its family. <laughs> Can I do a quick uh, maybe I guess like a nature check to know if. Paulton is hallucinating. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 19. Uh, yeah, you can see after a, f- a few seconds after licking it, he's just like, whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, wait, is that more than normal or? <laughs> uh, it's like he's slowly, uh, a new world is unfolding before him. Oh, no. I think he's seeing lots of frogs in the trees. Yeah. <laughs> And then he uh, sort of looks over in your direction, uh, Strix, and he just sort of starts like, whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk over and tie a rope to him. Okay. And uh, just kind of drag him Smart. along. <laughs> Smart. And uh, he's like, I, I didn't know you were one of them. Uh, yeah, that's ribbit. Are you, <laughs> are you sure you want to leave your skin behind? 
<laughs> just gonna ignore that and just make crazy eyes over okay. Evelyn D and like time to go. Pick up the frogs, Evelyn. Take take it with us. Can I find like I don't know, does anyone around here have like a like a big piece of cloth or like are there really big jungle leaves? Um, I have an executioner's hood. If you would like to use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You slide him in the hood and his little feet sort of slip through the eye holes of the hood. Yes. <laughs> so he's wearing like a kind of like a black diaper um, that yeah. you can just sort of hang him in. That's perfect. Okay. And I just like, of, don't ask where I got it. <laughs> I wear it like a little baby Bjorn. Okay. With on the front. Okay, so like, it's just hanging in this pouch in front of you with his little feet kicking. And I'm like try even though, by the way, Evelyn can't get diseases, but she still has a germ thing. So she's just like <laughs> She's like, hey, little guy. Like, trying not to touch him, really, but she has there. Yeah. Evelyn, we don't need that. It'll be fine. Oh, the jungle. Let's put it back. We're not running a friggin' orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who has a heart runs an orphanage. That's yeah. not true. That is absolutely not true. Do you want this baby to starve out here in the jungle and find its dead parents that we just murdered mercilessly? I mean, you better wanted to. Better than finding us dead. Look, we have a job to do. Let's see if we can get back to the camp over something else goes wrong. Look at Waffles. If we hadn't adopted <laughs> Waffles, where would we be now? What about Simon? Where would we be if we hadn't adopted them? Don't forget the hand, too. It's oh, yeah, like, hand root. It's oh, probably God, crawling God. on me now because it crawled up the rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair it's now crawling on you, yeah. <laughs> Look, we're taking this thing. We're taking baby Grung DF with us one way or another. <laughs> Every, everyone on the everyone get back on the trail. All right. Uh, so, Dieth, where are you aiming to lead the party at this point, or guide them with Dragon Bait's assistance? Uh, I basically kind of did like a waypoint of the directions that they wanted us to kind of follow, and yep. I, I, don't, I don't know where exactly we kind of got uh, paused at, at this ambush. Pretty much um, at the. At, at one of the sort of the farthest points you could go before you would begin to circle back around. All right, great. Yeah, so it, I wanted to like start bringing us back. Uh, they said the was the uh, the northeastern area is one they were mm -hmm. particularly interested in. Yeah, so I imagine we went like kind of straight east. And we're kind of going to make like a. Uh, oh, sorry, it was northwest. Uh, uh, northwest, but yes. Or northwest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so heading northwest and basically kind of making like a pie slice circle around and back to the point, uh, back okay. to the uh, camp. All right. Um, at one point, can I, sorry. can I do any kind of like nature check or something to see if I actually think I'm like taking this grung away from its habitat or actually saving it? Sure, make a nature check. I'll use my My Little Pony dice that you sent me. They worked great during the live show. Hey, maybe yeah. they work good on animal things. Okay. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're you're not sure uh, what what the the repercussion the the biological repercussions could be of taking this wee little baby uh, grung um, away from. Other than you know that Cap Commander Breakbone thinks or despises grung and thinks they're mortal enemies, but and might kill it. Possibly, if if he were given a chance to. Well, I do think we just killed his family, right? That's where he came from, is like those other yeah, ones. Yeah, he, he literally just sort of wandered out from underneath some ferns amidst the, at the end of the chaos. Um, 
It's not. How could that those those be his parents? They're completely different colors. We probably just stole a baby. No, no, he's just lost. We need to find his parents. He's obviously lost. Do you think? Because I'm starting to worry that I might be like, you know, you're not no, supposed no, to pick lost. up a baby bird if it's yeah. like falls out of the nest. Yes, exactly. Grung, frogman, blink your eyes twice if you're lost. It blinks its eyes like four times in about <laughs> ten seconds. Close enough. <laughs> He's lost. <laughs> okay, if you think so, Strix, I believe you. Make sure. We're just putting ourselves in danger by having that thing with us. Why? Maybe he can help us talk to other grown. Or poison our food or just get in the way or somehow call its others into another ambush upon us. There's no reason for us to take this thing. Other than goodwill? It definitely, it's a dangerous jungle out here. If it, it would, it would die. If, if it dies with us, at least we can keep parts of it. <laughs> Strix, a mosquito the size of, you know, your face sort of flutters around you and goes off. And you're like, see, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like parts of that too. <laughs> I whispered to Diaz, I'm like, Strix really wants it. Don't take it away from her. See how happy she is? That's not what I said. <laughs> Paulton's like, you're all frog people, aren't you? <laughs> how did I not know? Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like take his wine skin out and just like hand it to him. Just, like, <laughs> he like here, just... He, he just sort of goes bah, like this, like you're handing him a oh, snake. No. Oh no. Well, I'll take that. I'll take it away from him and just start drinking it. <laughs> okay. Tell you what, Strix. Yes. If, if he's like, parts, you shouldn't suck other parts creatures' of it. We brains can do out that, like that right now. No, it's a baby. <laughs> I'm not even gonna answer that. Let's go, Diaz. You wanted to go somewhere. Where would you want to go? I hate this. Paulton's like, why don't we ride on that giant beetle over there? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a giant beetle over there? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this like this kind of slick rock which has some moss on it, which could, I guess, pass for a beetle carapace if you were half blind. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh no. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Just yank on his rope a little bit. Like, come on. Okay, yeah, you pull him on. Come on. Just so you guys know, the moment that thing starts causing any kind of trouble or presents any kind of danger to us, it's then gone. we will teach it and help it grow. It's gone. I'll just throw it through a dimension door into some random area. I'm okay with that. It's always an option. I would cover his ears, except I don't want to touch him. All right. <laughs> At one point in your uh, short journey here, uh, the baby Grung says something evil in that he hasn't said before. Before it was just sort of like croaks. Mm -mm. But then he says, Yamanug. Yamanug? What does that mean? He said Yamanug. What what does that mean? I don't think, I think it means something in Grung, but none of us speak Grung. I think it sounds like he's calling for more attackers upon us. No, stop! Why are you such a pessimist, yeah? Oh, why do you think everything is cute and innocent? Because it is. Where am I left of this? I'm just scared. (laughs) I'm just scared all the time. (laughs) Doesn't matter if it's innocent or bad, I'm just scared. As Dragonbait uses his sword to hack through some underbrush, you see up ahead of you, um, there is a gorge... Um, appearing, and you can hear at the bottom of the gorge the sound of a distant river. Um, But uh, a great tree, maybe about 100 feet, 150 feet long, has fallen across the gorge, and it's now just this sort of hollowed-out, moss-covered log, almost like a covered bridge. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You don't like babies, but you like no. tree bridges? And uh, D.F., as you kind of look at the map that you were given by Captain Salhana, you see that there is kind of like a weird sketch that looked like two lines with a third line going across it. Now you realize, oh, that must be this thing. Oh, yeah, all right, good. Yeah. The tree is so big around that the hollow tube inside of it is between uh, 15 and 10 feet, 10 and 15 feet in diameter. Wow. So it's like That's a awesome. hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You guys ever want to literally walk through nature? Because I sure did. Over the gorge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how you know you know how this you know how this works. How many gorges did we fall into in Barovia? <laughs> how many? How These many are different it? gorges. No, they're not. And how many have Just claimed my life? On the oh, <laughs> ear, 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 ear. But you do pose a very uh, reasonable uh, threat. The, the two of you should at least fly out so we don't pr- put too much weight onto this thing because I do worry about that. Uh, I'll go across first with Paulton, and then afterwards, uh, no, myself, Drag- Dragon Bait, and Paulton will go, and then afterwards, Waffles, just to try to distribute weight as much as possible, not break through the wood. I'll just hold up my extra rope and be like, you know what to do. Yep. I'd like to have some sort of contingency plan to get Waffles across. Could you... Could we cloud waffles if we had to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make her small enough to care? Oh, we could make her smaller. That. No, we could make her smaller to make her lighter. Yeah, that might be a good idea. I'm just worried because she's put on a little weight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she's looking fat and sassy these days, and I kind of pat her on the nose. <laughs> she's so fluffy. Yeah, she's just a big fluffy girl. Uh, I, no. Scratcher. Me, me, me. What a good fluffy owlbear. <laughs> I'm like, I'm holding a baby grung in a, like, executioner's hood baby bjorn. <laughs> and I'm scratching a waffle or a, an owlbear. <laughs> well, I'm just like, pretty soon, we're going to have to have a cutoff on these pets. I'm just saying. like, <laughs> Yeah, that cutoff was zero. <laughs> hey, I think we're gearing Don't up for a, a new pet killer. episode, okay? We needed to, to get some new fresh pets for our next pet episode. All right, I hope that happens. I call the hand. Okay. <laughs> um, it, uh, it it really only responds to Paulton. Otherwise, it just kind of does what it wants to do. And currently, it's just sort of clinging on to Strix. I hate I hate that thing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make waffles smaller and concentrate with my enlarged reduce spell to make sure. <laughs> Make her lighter. All right. Yeah, so oh, she's so cute. It's like when she was a baby. Yeah, she shrinks down to, um, well, let's see. She actually, she'll change, I think, one size category. So she'll be bigger than she was as a baby, but smaller than she is now. Yeah, I think she's not huge. No, I don't know what her size Her size is, currently is big. large. Large. She's uh, large. Yeah, so her size is halved in all dimensions. So, yeah, she's... She goes from being the size of a, a small adult elephant, uh, or a rhino- really size of, actually the size of a rhinoceros. She goes from the size okay. of a rhinoceros down to about the size of, oh gosh, like a, a donkey. Okay, Aww. but yeah, uh, much more manageable. Yeah, that's more reasonable. <laughs> and you All can right. uh, you can like remove that when you want, right, Strix? 
Yeah, but I have, to main- yeah. I have to maintain concentration, and I believe it only lasts a minute? It doesn't so last don't talk to her. Yeah, it lasts concentration up to one minute. Okay, so it's time, like to, time go. to get us across. So I'll just mount my broom and just concentrate on keeping her tiny. Okay. Uh, so the plan is uh, Diath and Dragonbait are blazing the way with Paulton? Yes. Okay. You got Paulton by the rope, so. Yeah. And the rope is just kind of looped loosely around his neck. And where Paulton goeth, so too does Simon. Um, so the four of you uh, go into the hollow tube of the uh, rotted out trunk of this ancient tree. You can see as you as you step into it, the 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 tree underfoot is kind of spongy and soft, but there's a thickness to it. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to break out from underneath your feet easily. I am hovering as close to the party as I can. With In, my flying boots. Inside the... Outside. Out, so above the... Yeah. Okay. You can't... Once they go into this thing, period, you might be able to hear them from time to time. Little, they're echoes um, from within, but you can't see them very clearly at all. I'm just trying to make my aura be next to them in case, for some reason, they might need to make any kind of saving throw mm. at just, any point. Just try to keep pace. Okay. Uh, so you're fluttering. Just making sure the light of Lathander shines brightly on all of them. Are you? Um, you'd be closer to them, probably fluttering underneath them. Okay. All right, Chris Perkins. <laughs> Just I'll do that. Just saying. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yep, that's what I do. Yeah, and you can see there are like old, dead branches and things sticking out from the underside of the tree that you kind of have to flutter around periodically. Um, you also see from this vantage point down into the gorge, there's all this mist coming up, and you can see the thin river that winds its way through, and it sort of tumbles down various small waterfalls as it goes. Is it like a, a Barovia creepy kind of mist? <laughs> no, it's more like a, a warm, uh, almost welcoming... Well, you don't feel the heat or anything. It, it's, it, it's, just, it's just kind of <laughs> opaque. It's hard, to, it's, hard, it's hard to see through. Yeah, um, but you don't... You can't... It, there's, this is it's just such a rainforest a, mist. It's a rainforest mist, exactly. Okay. And uh, then you said that Waffles is supposed to sort of wait a little bit behind, or is... Well, the idea was that, but I forgot about Strix's reduce okay. spell. I was just more worried about our weight. Like, okay. Why don't you through. put Waffles in the middle between you guys so you balance out the weight? Yeah, exactly. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. And do you want to be in front, Diaz, or do you want Dragon Bait to be in front? Uh, I'll do it. Okay, then he'll pull up the rear. Okay. So it's DF, <laughs> Paulton, Waffles, yeah. Simon, and Dragonbait. Okay. With Evil on the other side and Strix, you're brooming it? I'm brooming it above okay. because I, I, don't, I know there's a lot of flying things here, so yes. I'm just keeping a lookout above okay. and trying to keep concentration on right. the spell. Uh, again, uh, you hear Evelyn, the baby grung, uh, say, Yabanog! Yabanug, yeah! Is that, let, let's make a song about Yabanug. Yabanug, 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 oh. I'm just singing. All right. Uh, and we pass without any problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evelyn and Strix, I would like you to make perception checks. Ooh. No problems at all. I'm going to stop using this die. Ooh, this I is got a horrible, 19. horrible die. Chris, did you curse these before you sent them to here? <laughs> nope. I get a four. Okay. And sorry, Strix, you rolled a? Uh, 19. Okay. Doo, 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 doo. I'm distracted singing a song to Baby Dia. 
No. <laughs> His name's Dumb McNug or whatever. No. I I named him Little Baby Grung Diaz. No, there's only one Diaz. I will kick him down those gores. <laughs> <laughs> there could be only one boot. <laughs> um uh, Strix, as the as the party gets uh, almost two thirds of the way across, you uh, through the mist see uh, something that looked like a kind of a, a tumorous growth on the tree itself. Um, suddenly, sprout tentacles and move. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. And uh, sort of crawl. Um, in, it, you see it crawl or sort of squeeze through a open bowl in the uh, tree's length, which would put it ahead of the party making their way down the interior of the log. Um, I'd but like you, to scream. Yep. <laughs> okay, so you all that hear a strict scream. If I remember correctly. Uh, but also, I'm going to scream and immediately dimension door into the log in front of it. Like on the other side of it? Ahead of the rest of your party, you mean? No, no, like ahead of the rest of the party, yes. Okay. So that Strix becomes the first thing that it will meet, potentially. Yes. All right. Um... Do do do. It can be any place you can see, one that you can visualize, or one that you can describe by stating distance and direction, such as. Okay, so yes, uh, you can you can gauge the distance and direction you need to travel in order to dimension door, and the range is so great that you can appear exactly where you intend to. Um, so after Strix screams, uh, I'd like Diath yep. to make a perception check to see if he can hear it. Okay. Because there's the sound. So as you're making your way through this thing, the thing that is loudest to you is the sound of the river, which seems to, just based on the way sound travels, carry through here quite loudly. Okay, uh, I rolled 14 perception. Okay, uh, so you don't hear Strix, you don't hear the sound of the river, but you do see a flash of magical light ahead. Mm. Which uh, you can intuit to be one of Strix's spells. Okay, <clears throat> it's one I've seen before for sure. <clears throat> yep. So uh, not so reaction isn't quite uh, immediate like swords out kind of danger right. mode, but more yeah. like oh. The first thing you see is that little happening? flash of magical light, which could be yeah. like a doorway forming. Yeah. Much. That was done for a reason, so yep. like I'm still... So, like, our uh, kind of, like, uh, gentle pace kind of maybe just picks up speed a little bit to kind of get there faster to see okay. what's going on, but still no real sense of urgency quite yet. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. All right. Hey. 21. 21. Paulton rolled a 13. Evelyn. You're muted, Anna. I said I'm throwing this die away. I got a six. <laughs> okay. How was uh, your initiative? I also got a six. Oh, six. So we're even. Okay. Um, all right. 
Oh, I forgot to roll for Dragon Bait. I'm trying these Tomb of Annihilation dice next. If they work better than My Little Pony, then I don't understand yep. the world. Uh, Evelyn, once again, the baby Grung says, Yabanog. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? And uh, so. Do I, it means harnessing the power of nature itself to destroy us. Um, did I uh, hear Strix scream? Yes. Okay. Then I yell, Yabanog! And I'm like trying to figure out what's <laughs> going on. <'cause> <laughs> I, <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see. On this round, since DF is too far away to see what's ahead, Strix, you see a creature lumbering down toward you. It fills up the entire interior of the tree. It is a elephant-sized frog-like behemoth with tentacles sprouting out of its sides lumbering along sort of big, fat, froggy feet, and it doesn't have eyes like a frog does, sort of sticking up against it, up out of its big, wide maw is an eye stalk with three bulbous eyes built into it, and they're all, that whole stalk is kind of leaning forward, and all three eyes are fixated on you as, it, as you, with your dark vision, see it uh, barreling toward you. Um, nope. And I'm impressed and also terrified. Yes. Uh, it comes at you, and when it's 20 feet away, its tentacles, its uh, two big tentacles come forth and attack you. Uh, the first one is a 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, you take 22 bludgeoning damage. Ow! And, that was my face! And you are grappled by that <laughs> tentacle. Uh, and uh, then its other tentacle will come at you and roll a 17. Uh, yes, that hits. Okay. Uh, it does 24 bludgeoning damage. All right. How you doing? I'm still alive. Okay, uh, so yes. Just barely. You are in its uh, that tentacles. That <laughs> That's why I went in front of you. <laughs> All right. That's uh, why I did it. Let's see. It's dumb, but I did it anyway. <laughs> okay, and uh, once it has you in its tentacles, uh, then let's... <laughs> it's... Tongue will lash forth. What? Come and on. And I need you to make a strength <laughs> saving throw. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm really good at those. Oh, that's not bad. 17. Okay. Nice. That is not enough. What? Um, what? <laughs> what? Uh, and it, like, come into this lock yeah. and I'll kill you all. <laughs> it pulls you uh, within five feet of it. Great. And then it opens up its big toothy mouth. Uh, and crits you. What? <laughs> Do not want. It rolled a natural 20. No. Uh, and it, it bites you for. You know, this is, I say it's the last time that I'm going to be brave and help the party. It bites, trying to... it bites you for 21 points of piercing damage. It doesn't damage. matter, I'm dead. And it, it swallows you. 
I'm dead. What? I'm dead and inside a frog. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> All right. But as I as I'm getting like, like mauled by this thing, I'm just like, there's a monster up here. I saw it come in the tube. You hear there's a monster up. <laughs> All right. I don't like this. <laughs> um oh. and the little grunk says, um, Yes, we heard you. Yep, thank you. Yes. And uh so Dia, you hear there's a monster up. Drop it. You're above the corks. Diath, you're up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I heard the monster then halt, uh, and that's enough for me to uh, immediately like uh, go straight into a sprint, uh, letting go of the Paltin rope. Okay. Uh, just sprinting for as fast as possible, and as I'm doing that, it's like it's like pulling out gutter and just like getting there as fast as I can, cutting action dash, whatever to get up to it. Okay. I don't know how far it is, but full sprint. All right, uh, so it's... Like running at a 45-degree yeah. angle. Okay. After about, in about a 60... Uh, when you run 60 feet, you see it for the first time, and you can see it's filling up the entire interior, this tentacled uh, giant frog monster. There is an odd sort of bulge in it and a staff kind of sticking out of one corner of its mouth. Uh, that, and you can see Strix's hand... I'm upset. ...on the staff, sticking out of its toothy mouth. Great. Um, just in case uh, she hadn't heard, uh, I'll scream for Edelin. Okay. Uh, and then engage the frog. All right. So I, 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 I can, I can see what was clearly like a, a Strix ball. So I know where not to stab. Right. Yes. Okay. Good. Jungle's the worst. I hate I hate this jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and stabby stabby. All right, uh, I'll do this one. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Seventeen hit. <Woo-hoo>, okay. <laughs> Probably easy to hit. It takes up the whole thing. Yeah, just right. literally point something at the end of the log. Ha! Oops, stab it. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, for ten. Okay. Does not uh, does my ally within five feet have to be conscious for a trick for a sneak attack? Yes. Damn. <laughs> conscious. Oh, you said ten. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's more like kind of hacking away at the tentacles and trying to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, but trying it to takes, find an opening to retrieve Strix. It takes all of that damage. Yeah. And uh, next up is Paulton, um, who will sort of uh, saunter up behind Diath. And uh, huh, let me make a saving throw for him. Hmm, okay. <clears throat> He'll go, huh. And then he'll pull out his mandolin. Uh huh. And uh, he will start playing it. And he turns invisible. What? Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Simon sort of follows up behind him and uh, tries to shoot this big creature with a dart from its mouth. He hits it. Good boy, Simon. 
for a whopping one point of damage. Got him! And the frog human has to make a saving throw versus poison. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It makes it save and suffers no other ill effect. Dang it! All right, and then it is Dragonbait's turn. And Dragonbait will run over to it uh, next to you, DF, since you guys can fight side by side. Come on, Dragonbait. I know I've already pulled a lot of other people out of other things before. He, uh... What does he smell like? Let's see. He smells like violets, currently. As, um, hmm, well, he has a choice. He can either hit it with his sword or he can try to pull Strix free. I think he's going to try to pull Strix free. What a guy. See, I was fighting off the tentacles so he could get in there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, so he has to make a strength check. All right. Uh, He grabs Strix by her hand and wrist and uh, puts his uh, reptilian feet up against this thing and tugs and tugs and tugs, and uh, he is unable in this round to pull Strix out of its maw. Oh no. Does, wait, he just did, that, would that be a saving throw? That's, no? no, that's a, no. That's a strength check. athletics check okay. made to break a grapple. I really wanted it to be a saving <laughs> yeah. throw. All I right, understand. and so we come to Evelyn, who is outside the log and can't really hear what's going on over the sound of the roaring river. And the sound of the little grunt going. Yeah, but no, no. <laughs> All right, so I immediately I hear this commotion inside. You hear the nothing. Log. In, you hear nothing inside the log. Oh, I don't hear anything. No. Nope. I screamed for her. Did you I? heard? You heard Strix scream, and that was it. Dang it! Because I have such a cool thing that I could do if I knew what was happening. But if I don't know what's happening, I definitely wouldn't do it. Mm, frustrating. Okay. Uh, I run. Well, not run. I fly mm-hmm. to the other end of the log as fast as I can. Okay. Um, with all of your movement, you can get there. Okay. I get to the, and i that's as far as I can get is the other end of the log? Yep. I look down the log. You see darkness. I presume I see the, I only see darkness? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't hear anything still? Uh, now you can sort of hear kind of uh, the weird sounds of the log shifting slightly and creaking and groaning. Uh, like there is something going on in there that's moving the log and causing it to sort of crack and break, and there's something big in there. You don't think but your I friends can't. could? You don't think your friends could make that big a sound? But I can't see it to attack it or Correct. know what's happening. Yeah, or it's just like a a black hole. After about twenty feet, you can't really see anything. Well. Uh, but I can't perceive how far away they even are from me. Correct. Ugh! Um, I'm just trying to think of something that I can do in the meantime. Well, I'm going to cast... Do you have a, is this a bonus action? No, that was okay. just my movement though. Oh, I used twice the movement. Right. Okay, then never right. mind. I don't right. do anything. I just stand there, helpless. Okay. Strix. Cool. Strix, um, let's see. Do, 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 do. At the start of your turn, uh, you 
take acid damage, but you don't have to worry about that because you're already down. Great. But what that means is you get one death save failure. Okay. And now you have to make a death save at the end of your turn because you're at zero. Of course. Do Natural not like... Do it. Ah, Natural 16. 20. All right, so one, you, Oof, one success. Still alive. <laughs> okay. Still at this rate, you'll die before you get your last save. Uh, Dia, yeah. it is your turn. All right, get so her out of there! So seeing that Dragon Bait is struggling, like mm-hmm. I'll immediately like get up there and grab onto Strix and like hoist her pole with him. Okay, make a strength athletics check. Oh yeah, and the chat reminded me just, I don't know, for added chaos, that there's no longer concentration on the spell on Waffles, so now <gasps> right. Why did you remind us, yes. Ollie? No, this is good. We need yep. a big Owlbear. Waffles gets this. big real fast. She can, uh. she can fit though, right? And it's... Yes, she can fit. <gasps> okay. Oh uh, you pull Strix out of the mouth of this creature and just kind of like with such sudden surprising force that she kind of goes flying out of the mouth over you <laughs> and just sort of flops down onto the, the wet wood at Paulton's feet behind you and dragon bait. Yay! And, and she just like falls my, absolute face down, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> covered in covered in goop. Yeah, covered and some in, of it just catches on fire a little. And, and actually, she's got like acid kind of dissolving a few more holes in yeah, her yeah. in her wet mucus covered clothing. Yeah. You guys ever hear the stories about that mom whose baby got caught underneath a car and then she was suddenly able to lift the car? Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> oh. yes. Like, no, my child! <laughs> I was just like, ah, for that brief instant, I was stronger than Dragon Bait. <laughs> yep. probably, does he look impressed? Is Dragon Bait like. Uh, yeah, he's strong? really surprised. <laughs> he those, smells those, impressed. Those, those wiry little arms of Diaz really wasn't what, what he was expecting. <laughs> yeah, what does he smell like, Chris? Uh, right now, he smells like. Um, that would be brimstone. Hmm. And uh, and it's a it's a fleeting thing, and then it switches from brimstone to lemon, and then switches from lemon to ham, as he looks upon the hungry creature with worry. Uh, it is uh, Paulton's turn. Uh, you can still hear him strumming invisibly on his. <laughs> so and, he's invisible. You yeah. should. And his, his lyrics are like. Now is hardly the time. <laughs> All my froggy friends are gonna oh. die. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, and let's see. Simon, uh, or sorry, the creature goes next. And let's see. Diaz, dragon bait. Diaz, dragon bait. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Dragon bait is going to be attacked. Uh, Dragon bait is missed with one tentacle, and missed with the second tentacle, and then the creature is going to try to bite him, and hits Dragon bait with the bite. I'm sure it's fine. And. The, and dragon bait is swallowed. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, jeez. Yep. Don't worry, I got I got another in me. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Can so, we just stay out of the giant frog thing's mouth for a second, please? <laughs> so down dragon bait goes, except maybe for his feet sticking out, and then it is Simon's turn. Uh, Simon hits it with another dart, 
Does another one does another one point of damage. Hey. And the creature must make another constitution save. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay, that's a 14. That's, he makes it. Okay. Uh, so the creature does not fall unconscious. And it is Dragonbait's turn. Uh, Dragonbait takes acid damage as he is dissolved inside this thing. Did it look like he was actually knocked unconscious and sucked in? No, he t- he was so swallowed. Al- he was swallowed alive and kicking. Right, um, so he'll so, badass himself yeah, out of there. You can yeah. see you can see him kicking now. Actually, um, he kind of went in with his sword, so he is going to try to carve this thing out from the inside. Ha ha! Uh, he hits and he hits and uh, okay. Um, you see Dragonbait's sword come out through the creature's nice. side and kind of tear a jagged hole into it. Um, and let's see what happens. Oh, it has to make a saving throw. Oh, it failed. Um, and as he carves a hole in it, uh, the creature actually regurgitates him back out. Aha! And Dragon Bait is basically spit out next to you, Diath, onto the ground. That's why you should meet people with swords. Yep. Uh, And the creature um, looks quite wounded by that. All this acid and other uh, bile is sort of leaking out through that gash in its side. And Evelyn, what do you do? I run toward the noise. All right. Uh, As you run in, you see the back end of this mottled creature uh, there are two tentacles kind of trailing out behind it that it kind of uses to thrust itself along this Ooh. passageway. Um, but you're really only looking at its big giant rump and backside. I want to try to get it to chase me instead of my party. Okay. Um, and I... You also see uh, just above it, almost right above it, there is a hole... Uh, the, the bowl of the tree that it flopped down through is kind of a, above it as well. I mean, I was going to do something fancy, but I think I'm just going to poke it in the butt. Oh, so. okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I figure if I were getting chopped in the butt, I would probably turn around to see what's chopping mm-hmm. me, and that's what I want it to do. Right. So, okay. I'm just going to take tree bane and say... Time for a spanking in the light of Lathander. <laughs> and I'm going to roll a natural one. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, ironically, Tree Bane gets lodged in the tree <laughs> oh, no. on your backswing, and you're like... <clears throat> Luckily, no one saw that because right. it's just his butt to me, yes. so I'm going to try again. Okay. This die better redeem itself. <laughs> natural 20! Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. This dice listens yes. to reason. Roll, the dice roll your like, okay, okay, enough joke. Okay, yeah, okay, enough okay. joke. <laughs> you should be able yeah, to hit so. the broad the broad butt of a creature, yes. Um, yeah, and, and I'm also going to expend um, one spell slot to do divine smite on okay. that as well. Don't forget you. to add your extra weapon die damage for the crit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, how much? An extra extra You roll die, the right? dice twice, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so we get three plus Five is eight on the crit, and mm-hmm. then we get seven plus seven is fourteen, so twenty-two. Okay, nice. Um, and yeah, 
That's it. Outstanding. Oh wait, yeah. no, one more. One more. Is it one? So twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you can. You hear. All of you hear this thing let out a horrible, horrible croak that just echoes up and down the tree as it gets wailed from behind. Um, That's why you shouldn't try to eat my friends. <laughs> and the rest of you can hear Evelyn's muffled voice and battle call, um, even though you can't see her through this creature's bulk. Uh, Strix, you've got another death save coming. That's right. Uh, five. Plus, okay. wait. I have a special divine sorcerer thing where I can roll two d4 to change my destiny. It's like a special thing. I'm gonna do it. That's plus four, so that doesn't matter. But okay. It's, <laughs> so it's, not, it's still not. Fun. Apparently, this is your destiny. Um, okay, so you're at two failures and one success um, lying there. Okay. That just means I'm dead. What? Doesn't that just mean I'm dead? No, you no, get one you more. Need three failures. Oh, okay. Three failures, you yeah. die. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like the best out of three. No. Well, apparently, no, I've been no. thinking that wrong but hopefully, for a long time. <laughs> hopefully, Paulton remembers that he can heal now. Mm. Or Evelyn's nearby. But why would he heal this dead frog creature in front of him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Paulton's tripping balls. <laughs> All right. I'm nearby, but I can't get to you because no. there's a giant frog butt in the way. That's exactly right. Um, and I don't know that she's that near death, otherwise correct. there are things I could do. Yes. Okay, uh, we circle back around to you, DF. Great! Uh, after like pulling Strix out, uh, and like he, he regurgitates grab, uh, mm-hmm. dragon bait, Evelyn, yep. I heard Evelyn attack it, pretty much. Yes. All right. So you have uh, sneak attack now because yeah. you're an ally. So then I do like a, like a leaping kind of stab at one of its tender bits. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, like taking the sword, reversing the hilt, and like doing a leaping like, ah! Kind of like downstab yep. at it. Mm-hmm. And again, as like the blade uh, enters in, presumably when I hit, uh, I'll even yell to, y- I'll even yell, Evelyn, get your tricks! I hear and, Ha! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> it's a one. No! <laughs> oh, no! No! Wait, 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 wait! I'm close to you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that mean? Uh, he is over ten feet away from you. Dang it! Uh, this thing's that big. Yep. It is uh. that big. It is thwarting you at every turn. It seems. Um, yeah, does Waffles get a turn to attack, or is she too far right. away? Uh, so, DF. Yeah. <laughs> to make you feel a little bit better, uh, because this is uh-huh. a sneak attack, you have advantage. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 17! Yes, you hit. That's what? Okay, good! <laughs> Done at that point. I was, I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> That's the it. All right, hold on. So this is one. Okay, all right. That. Plus all these. Still a lot of ones. Six, 10, 15, 20, 28 total. Wow. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, this creature is almost bloodied. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Uh, oh. 
Yeah, so you pull it out, um, it, this infuriated creature uh, now torn between attacking you and Evelyn. Uh, Paulton is going Paulton, to... Paulton, you can heal! Heal the frog! <laughs> Paulton, heal that frog! You do what I say! Now he's gonna do the wrong frog! Uh, he will cast Cure Wounds spell on Strix using the mandolin. Yay! All right, so Strix, you get back 22 oh, wow. hit points. That's good. Oh, apparently there's, I have another divine thing where I can get more hit points back. And I don't have the book, but someone, I asked in chat. Because <laughs> I was like, it's my class, but I don't have the books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't have the books yet. <laughs> um, I wonder who can help us. So, <laughs> so if we could fix that. Um, anyway, I don't know what it is, but I'll just save it later because that's funny. <clears throat> uh, and Paul would say, uh, the frog guy's alive now. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I'll just like cough out the like the whatever is it. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, I'm don't ready. swallow me. Don't swallow <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Um the frog monster is uh going to turn on you, Evelyn. It just basically it's kind of got a squishy body, so it kind of revolves in place so Ew. that its eye stock and mouth are facing you, Evelyn. Like spins itself ah! using its yes, tentacles. Exactly, uses its tentacles to basically writhe its way around and will strike at you with one tentacle and uh, missing with a 12. Uh, it will crit you on the second tentacle. <laughs> so it just comes right down on top of you, bam! Whoa. I'm sure it sounds like really strange. Yes. Yeah, like, and actually, it comes down. On, like, it comes metal, down like, with joints. such force, it sort of sh- shatters through the bottom of. After it hits you, it kind of slams and breaks a hole in the bottom of the tree trunk. And bits of tree fall away underneath your underneath your fluttery little feet. Although this stuff does give Evelyn an idea. Evelyn, you take forty-two points of bludgeoning damage from that tentacle. Which and is like nothing, right? And then it wraps I mean, around you, and you are grappled by it. And then it <coughs> will proceed to insert you into its mouth, or try. Look, um, I mean, yeah, it's nothing to me, but it's the principle of the thing. That's too much. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, but it only rolled a fifteen on its bite attack. Oh, it's got advantage. I forgot because it's grappling you. Well, no, it still only rolled a fifteen on its bite attack, which is not enough to hit you, right, Evelyn? Uh, right. 15? Great. So you. You sort of kick and stick your arms out and avoid being shoved into this thing's no, mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> As the tentacle is wrapped around your little body. And uh, that's pretty much it for the creature. How much did it do? 42? 42 points. And we were full health before this? Uh, unless you lost some hit points in the battle, which I don't believe you did, the grung battle. I don't think you took any damage in the grung fight. I don't think she oh, did. Oh, no you did, because you got hit with some arrows, I remember. I know I have a mark here, but I can't read it. Oh, I can't wow. tell if it's also forty-two or if it's twelve. <laughs> it's twelve. Okay, so I'm I'm down fifty-four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Simon will shoot another arrow or another dart. Uh, this time he's going to go straight the damage poison one. He does three points of damage. Has to make a con- oh, but it made another con save, so moot. And uh, dragon bait will get up and proceed to hack at this thing with his sword, swinging twice, hitting twice, and uh, he does another 18 points of damage to it. All right, this thing is now bloodied. 
and hey. uh, we come to Evelyn's turn. Well, best finish what I started. I guess I'm just going to keep hacking at it. Okay. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. All right. All right, I raise Treebane and get a 12. Uh, 12 does not hit. And try again. And this time, I get a 22. Hit. Aha. I'm going to Divine Smite this sucker again. I'm okay. feeling shiny. All right. All right, so. Shiny. <laughs> nine plus is 11. And you're still 13. grappled by this thing. You're swinging around. <laughs> Oops. I just threw my pen away. All right, so I only do 13 to it that time. Thirteen. Uh, as you are radiant damage. Yep. As you are swung around, there's a flash of light as uh, you hit um, from the divine power that you send through this weapon. Uh, as you are sort of tumbled upside down by this tentacle and sort of bashed around, uh, the grung pops out of his little executioner's <gasps> hood sack and goes running off away from the creature down, back toward the mouth of the tree tunnel. Be safe! Yes, go away forever. <laughs> yeah, and you're hanging there upside down in the tentacle, just watching upside down as this thing bounds away from you on what looks like the ceiling. Um, <laughs> oh no! It's fine. I just picture it's, it's little, fine. it's little squishy feet, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and off it goes. It's like yagabag. Yagabag. And. Uh, at that point in time, it is Strix's turn. Strix, you're conscious. You're lying there. Ugh. You sort of flop over, look around. <laughs> is everything okay? Am I in one piece? Do I have my staff? Uh, yeah. All right, great. And the thing's still monstrous and rolling around. And it trying is. To kill uh, everyone. You're, you're kind of looking at the backside of the creature now. Its tentacles have sort of pushed it around, so it's facing the opposite direction. And you can hear Eve, you can hear Evelyn through its bulk. All right. Uh, I'm going to try and. Uh, I don't, I think I have, I'm trying to figure out what I have left after the Grun fight, too. Yep. Maybe not fire. No, I'm not <laughs> doing fire. No. I, so I look around, it's about, about to do it, look at the wood, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, maybe the stuff on me is flammable, too. Like, I don't know. In um, my headcanon, I kept seeing her almost fireball and then be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Um, I think, actually, what I'm going to do is uh, I think I do have enough sorcery points to do a polymorph on this guy. Ooh. I would like to polymorph this creature into uh, uh, maybe a tiny axe beak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate those. Baby axe beak, here it comes. All right, uh, you cast the spell. Uh, there's a flash of swirls of magical energy around it. Uh, it attempts, uh, oh, it's actually got a bonus on its wisdom saves, plus five. Um, uh, it attempts to resist the spell, but the magic is too powerful for it, and it Aha! suddenly turns Yay! before your eyes into a tiny little axe beak bird. No! Uh, which was until, I just like plop onto the ground. And then, yes, Evelyn, you sort of just crash into the ground in a sort of, Half in and half out of the tree, you kind of land <laughs> in the hole that it made with its tentacle and just sort of brace yourself there. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, and this little bird is just hopping around <laughs> maniacally. Uh, in I, I immediately go to pick up this bird and then throw it out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just make an attack roll to hit the bird. 
Good. I'm guessing it can't fly yet. It's a really small baby. Right. It's yeah. just got little like. Yeah, axe beaks don't fly. <laughs> oh, uh, do you want any kind of bonus on that? Uh, you're just essentially grabbing it, so just make a strength athletics check. Okay, uh, so that's a minus one, so 17 total. Okay, you grab it by the, f- you hoist it up by the feet and then throw it out the hole. Yeah, find the hole and just All right. down into no, the river. None of you see this, but there's this little axe beak, this flightless <laughs> bird, just sort of flap, 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 down, flap, 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 just sort of wily coyote style, just, yeah. Oh no. All right. Strix is still just lying in a, like with her hand yes. outreached on the ground in a puddle, just like covered in ooze, just not moving. Even for the first time, can see the whole party <laughs> and she's just kind of like, it's, "Watch out! There's a hole right here." <laughs> I imagine seeing the party is like that gif where the guy walks in with the pizza and the whole yeah. room's on fire. <laughs> and Paulton's there. What happened to all the clowns? <laughs> oh my god. Oh god! Just <laughs> be tripping balls this whole episode. <laughs> Where'd the clowns go? All right, I'll be. I'll get over to Strix, and Dieth will start like helping her to her feet and okay. cleaning some of the goo off. She'll throw up some goo onto yeah. you. Evelyn, you can, ex- you can <laughs> Evelyn, you can extricate yourself from that wood hole. Dieth's okay. unfazed by it. Just yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Strix. <laughs> <laughs> Cleans off her hat. Yeah, it's limp now. Uh, well, I think we fun. should try to, to get out of this log. Yes. Right. That's probably a good idea. Stat check. Is everyone okay? Evelyn, Strix, Paulton, Dragonbait, yeah. Waffles. Simon. Dragon Simon. Sm- Dragonbait smells like tar right now. All right. I know. I'm, we did what we could, dude. And he cleans, he cleans the goop. He uses his uh, uh, cloak, the outside of his cloak to sort of clean off his sword and then tucks it away. He's a badass. Ugh. Uh, quickly, I'm going to try and rip apart this a piece of this frog moth. I would I want a piece of them. There's well, there's a few little pieces and chunks where it was carved out by Dieth and Evelyn, so you can sort of wade through that flesh and try to extract some. Okay, I just look at Dieth. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> just like and there's some fro- there's some frog yeah, of bile that you can collect. Oh, gross! Yeah, that's perfect. That's acid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take yeah. some of that in a jar okay. and just like put it in my robe. I nice. use it later. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna start walking down the tunnel, <laughs> covered in acid, leaving a trail. You, you like, emerge from the other side. Um, and Can they walk around the hole? Because Evelyn yes. will just kind of like hover under the hole, like don't fall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the hole is easily avoided, and uh, you make your way out the other side, back into the the jungle on the far side of the gorge. Oh, good. Um, and continue on your merry course. And after about an hour of travel with Dragonbait helping out by hacking away some of the, the verge, uh, everybody make perception <clears throat> checks. Six. <laughs> 23. Okay. Uh, I got a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diaz. Hello. Um, uh, you notice that the the jungle grows quiet, and your hackles go up, and you sense trouble, and you can see shapes uh, appearing around you, familiar to you because you've fought them before. Uh, more frog folk are converging on your location in a sort of crescent in front of you, um, almost like they're trying to uh, surround you. Yeah, and you see like a few of them kind of leaping across boughs of high branches, trying to get into position. 
and a few of them have what look like nets between them. Uh, Almost. Well, maybe they're coming to coming. thank us for bringing little baby Diaz back. Yabanag, 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 just start yelling stop, it. Stop, Diaz, stop, yell it. Stop. Yabanag! Stop. Uh, so, based on what I can see in looking around, do I see any possibility that we can get around these frogs or avoid them entirely and still make our destination? No. You'd have to Great. retreat back to. You'd have to go no. back the way you came. Okay. Yabanug. You're just saying words. Strix is just gonna seeing the grub just drop her staff and just like collapse to the ground. Okay. It's just in a pile. Yeah. Flies there on her side. Hat covering her face. That's enough for for now. Just like here we go. Maybe she plays dead. The frogs will think she's dead. Okay. At that point in time, uh, Paulton just sort of, uh, if he has one, let me check. Do, 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 do. What does he do? Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'll pull out some rations and start eating them. <laughs> All right. Feeling a little munchy? Yeah. Maybe we can circle back and take a, a brief rest, and then we can continue forward in a little bit. They not see us. I, I think they know we're coming, but I'd rather not encroach on Grung territory or whatever, whatever it is that's going on here. Because I can see it. They're they're looking to look to harm us. But they're not harming us. Maybe it's all a misunderstanding. Yeah, they're not harming us because we haven't stepped forward into their trap yet. Mm. Well, I don't mind resting, but I don't think that they mean us any ill will. I think that we're probably going to all be friends. I haven't been able to uh, discern what color these frogs are. I... Uh, most of them appear to be green. Uh, yeah, see, that's the same color that attacked us before. Yeah, but there were other colors, too. I'm sorry. There were other colors, too, from the ground. <laughs> I know. There are also orange ones, and the purple one alerted all of them. So cool. The- the color of the little babby that we had is the only one we've ever seen that color, right? Yep. That's right. Maybe he was special. I'm just going to look at Paulton from the ground and go, Paulton, throw him a snack. Throw, <laughs> throw him a, a snack. Do it. Paulton will take what he's eating and just kind of throw it into a bush. Up ahead. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. See, we come in peace. Okay. This of snacks. And then uh, the bush starts to shake a little bit, and Paulton's like, fireball! Fireball! <laughs> oh, okay, what do you need? What? <laughs> she just, like, starts, like, the fire that's, like, oh, wait, no. Yeah, no, as, as you no. think about uh, kindling a flame here, uh, your little grungfend comes out of the bush. And he's, a he's, baby Diaz! He's, he's eating the little thing that Paulton threw in there. Yeah, see, the, the it's, it always works. Do you have an ugg? I put him back. Yeah, I say Yabanug to him and see what he does. Yabanug. <laughs> I hold out my hands to him. Does he come to me? Yes. I put he him le- in my he little... He basically leaps yard. up into your face and you just sort of grab him. I'm, I, like, keep him away from my face, like, ugh, ugh. All right. Uh, then in the little uh, pouch. You see coming out behind him at this point in time is a adult grung with orange skin, bright, bright orange skin. 
and uh, it's got a, it's got a, um, oh, come on, a short bow in its hand and a little quiver of arrows over its back. I... And it says, Yabanak. <laughs> I bow respectfully and say, Yabanak. <laughs> and then I hold, I, I motion to the baby grung and I go, Yabanak? It blinks its eyes at you. The one, the, the one I'm talking to, the yeah. adult does? Uh, no, the, the baby. What is that? I'm, I'm motioning to it, to the adult, like... Uh... The, the adult sort of uh, gestures with its short bow and says, Emo. Emo? <laughs> Emo. E-E-Ebo. Ebo. Ebo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at DF and Strix like... Then the, then the big one sort of waddles over toward you and points past you the way you came and says, mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. We should leave. Oh, Yabnug. 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 Strix from the crowd was like, oh, it was trying to warn us. Oh. I, I pantomime oh. killing the frog thing. I'm like, Yabnug. And then me. Yabnug. <laughs> 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 Make a, just make a, I'm going to give you advantage on this because <laughs> that was way too perfect. Um, make a, a, a charisma performance check. I'm channeling C-3PO giving the story to the Ewoks. And actually, Paulton will start playing a little tune as you do it. <laughs> and he'll give, you, he'll give you a D8 on your roll for inspiration. Nice. Okay, it's either five so. or nine, which gives me a, <clears throat> you said charisma, charisma. performance check? Yeah. Uh, so 14, and he gives me a what? D8. 14 plus, oh no! <laughs> 14 plus two, 16. Well, All right. I tried real hard. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's, it's the inspiration that kind of put you over the top there, and uh, you were able to, with the music, convey and it's it's dramatic at all the right times, of course. Yeah, uh, exactly. You were able to convey... Like on the death scene. Oh! Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> what happened. And... Uh, uh, as you do, uh, and you fall over, um, the grung will come over to you and just sort of help pick you up. <laughs> I look really offended by that. Like, no one's <laughs> picking me up. I'm still on the ground. <laughs> and then uh, uh, you see uh, uh, he kind of takes you by the hand and leads you off the way you Look, guys, we made friends! Off oh, toward God. the north. I'll Come do, on, Waffles. Do we do we go? We don't have a Paulton's choice at this like, point. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna stand Stop. up finally and just tug on his rope and be like, "No, we're going." Uh, <laughs> what is the rope tied to? Is it like around, around his, his neck? <laughs> <laughs> just loosely around his neck. That was probably not the best idea when we were worried about falling from a tree. <laughs> I'll grab the rope. Oh. oh. As we start walking, Diaz will just kind of gently say to Strix, they're going to throw us in this too. No, it's, we saved their, we, I think they're, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, uh, you are led way off the beaten track, uh, and you eventually come to what appears to be um, in the jungle, this sort of um, still 
lake. And there are trees growing all up around it. And from the trees around the lake, you can see lines, almost like ladders, going over to the trees on the island so that the Gripply never have to enter the water. Um, you can also see that there's steam coming up off the water, indicating it's uh, probably heated by some sort of volcanic activity. Um, and on the island, uh, you can make out all around the shores what look like crude uh, mud and thatch huts. And uh, there is evidence here that fire has claimed a number of the huts. Like there's been damage. Oh. Uh, you can also see uh, that many of the trees overhead show signs of fire damage as well and are sort of burnt and scorched. Probably no. don't do any fire around here, Strix. I'm not. Okay, good. Just <laughs> checking. I also, I think racist guy did this. That guy sucks. And uh, one of the, as the, you're followed by the, this wave of grung adult hunters uh, who sort of back you up. And as they get to the shore, another one of the orange ones plays a horn. And there's another from the island. And then slowly but surely, you see grung coming across the water on what look like large lily pads. That they basically use reeds <gasps> to row. So cute! Evelyn's being very courtly with everyone, just like, how do you do, Yabinug? How do you do, Yabinug? Yabinug. Strix is like, yeah, I think Yabinug was the, the monster. Don't say it's that. The, it's the only word I know. I'm being diplomatic. Yabinug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when, the, when these big lily pads come over, uh, you get the sense that the, the grung certainly don't weigh much, but you don't think any one lily pad can bear more than one of you. And you look at waffles and... Well, you're not sure any of these lily pads will bear <laughs> So, Can I point at the fire burnt stuff and look at the orange grug and just kind of ask, break bone? Blink, 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 blink. This very uh, racist <laughs> doesn't like grung. Um, make, a, uh, <laughs> make a charisma performance check. All right, mine was not as good as Evelyn's. <laughs> It's like, I'm covered in ooze. You don't need to listen to me. Uh, let's see. Eleven. Okay. Um, that's enough to get across the basic sentiment. When you talk to one of these green grungs, uh, he kind of points to DF. Oh. Human. Human. Mm. Man. <laughs> Human man. <laughs> I was like, point at Paulton, why not? <laughs> Paulton's like, dur, dur, dur. and I'm like, yeah, good point. Because <laughs> Paulton's already on a lily pad playing his mandolin and, make, <laughs> and being fer ferried across the water toward what's probably going to be a cooking pot. Oh, geez. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I, Evelyn asked Strix, you don't have any, any magical way to talk to these guys, do you? No, I are... used to, and then I changed my spells to have more damage so that we'd stop dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was probably well advised, but not very useful here. You're right. It's not. 
And these are not animals, right? These are Just not animals. Sure. They are humanoids, albeit small ones. Just had to check. Um, dragon bait smells like ham. Um, and you've come to recognize over time, even those of you who can't smell the ham, that he does, with his Me. expressions, betray a certain look when he's nervous. And this is one of those occasions when he's feeling kind of nervous, like this is going to be a bad situation. Aww. You know, I'm I right can't smell him, but you. I think dragon bait looks kind of nervous. I'm nervous too. Uh, I point to the little baby grung, and I'm like, Ebo? Like, where should I take him? Where does he oh, go? Um, n- none of the adults seem to give you any clue. Okay, he's, he's our baby now. Um, let's go get Paulton. He's like floating away. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he should be alone right now. <laughs> I look back and like the rope is just, he's not there anymore. I'm like, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're hanging on to it. The, the rope is actually around Simon now. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, you hear Paulton off in the, on the water saying, I think it's wearing off. And come over here, good little guy. And he just licks another. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> He's like, I just, I just need another hit. Yeah. Paulton, that's very rude. Don't lick new friends. Uh, do, we, do, we, do we go? Look, I think Waffles has shown that she can swim. She can swim alongside us. I can fly. It's fine. Yeah. I test the water, even it, though I can't feel anything yeah. and can't It's like have hot any bath water. Uh... uh it's like a nice little relaxing hot tub, right, Waffles? And we scratch her under the beak. You one of those, one of those swim waffles? Uh, okay, I'll get on a lily pad. Okay. <laughs> uh, you find it's easier if you're like down, like sitting on it, than if you're standing on it. Yeah. Um, but yes, once you once you get on and you get used to the sort of the weird buoyant effect, and you plop down in the middle, uh, they're able to uh, your your farrier is able to <coughs> row you across. Um, pretty easily, and you sort I'm of, sit, sort of I'm sitting on it, but it's like knees up, yeah. kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like, I kind of want to get this like slime off of me, considering it's just making everything sticky. Mm-hmm. So I might just use my. Um, Press the I mean, not that I mind the dirt, but I'm just going to use my alter self to give myself gills. Ooh. And oh. I'm going to hand my hat to Diet and just like sway to the water. Ooh. Okay. Very cool. Some, something I've probably done before in right. yeah, just So I'm now like this, water. holding onto Strix's hatches. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like <swimming> underwater. <laughs> it's like hold my purse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you and Waffles are swimming together. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Okay, uh, as you make your way across the water, Strix, uh, you suddenly fall prey to what you think is a swarm of piranha fish. What? <laughs> I was just trying to clean. This is what I did for cleaning myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it's, so not, it's not a bath chat. It's you're just... suddenly surrounded, and they start to devour you. Uh, Come on, Jesus! You take, uh, you take twenty-two points I, of damage. I hate this place. That's how many hit points I have. Oh, so Strick starts to swim, and then suddenly <laughs> she shrieks out, and then kind of goes under, and then there's this frenzy of blood that spills out. <laughs> Waffles, get out of the water right now! And I dive in after... Waffles after does her. a little circle and goes back <laughs> towards shore. I, I, like, missile dive in for Strix. <laughs> Actually, I hand... First, I remember, and I hand 
Ebo to DF. <laughs> okay. I put him on the lily pad and then I dive in. So Evelyn drops Ebo on the lily pad next to D. Mm-hmm. So basically in DS lap. So DF, this, yep. fro- this slick little frog baby lands in your lap. And then Evelyn does a little woo sploosh down into the mm-hmm. water. Um, Evelyn, just make a perception check to find Strix oh, quickly. I'm getting a different die then. Uh, I was really hoping to just like find some stuff in the water. And uh, Holly, make a death save while we're waiting. <laughs> I just, uh... Natural 20! All right. Boom. I got a 12. Okay. I'll save you, Holly. Yeah, so you 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 get one success in your death save, then suddenly Evelyn dives in and comes out with Strix, soaking wet and unconscious. And, and a light blaze of glory. Yes. <laughs> and where do you put her when you have her? On one of the lily pads? You're going to go to one of the shores? What? Hmm, I didn't think this through. <laughs> uh, I... I... Can I can I carry her back to shore? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I carry her back to Waffles. Yeah, you drop her. Waffles by this time has climbed back out of the water. You can see there's actually like a couple little quippers chewing on her butt, and she just sort of I, shakes I, I and they go off. flying off. Yeah, because <laughs> they they all went for Strix. They yeah. all instead of Waffles because <laughs> she was smellier. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's. Uh, and I say, Diaz, I don't think Waffles can swim this. Sure would be funny if I was just like, oops. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like still on the lily pad going away. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you turn around and come back? I'll ask. <laughs> Frogman, can we turn around and go back? Okay, hold on I a miss, sec. I, don't... I lay hands on Strix real quick. How many hit points Again. are you getting? Uh, how many do I have? I think I gave some more. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I, I give her 20. Okay, 20 hit points. I would like to pull one of those quippers off of my shoulder and <laughs> yes. just like smash it on the ground and then put it in my robe. Okay, <laughs> you have a dead quipper. Actually, uh, I'll take a bite of it first, why not? <laughs> All right. I, I pat her on the head, I'm like, hold on, and I fly back over to Dia. Okay. And I, I'm DF, like, have you oh. have you retained the the baby grung up to this yeah, point? Yeah, I've been holding on to it. Okay. Uh, in that case, um, I would like you to make a saving throw. Oh no! You didn't let it touch your skin, did you? You plopped it on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> constitution, oh. constitution saving throw. I didn't lick it. No, you didn't. So. But you are in contact with it. <laughs> Wait, uh. am I close to him when he makes this saving throw? No, no. You're you're still resuscitating. You never let me be close to anyone, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I rolled fourteen. Okay, you're fine. Yeah, you don't actually. uh, You realize that it it does have kind of poisonous skin when you kind of brush your like a part of your arm up against its flesh accidentally. You can feel it burn um, just Uh, from the poison, but you realize, oh, this thing is toxic. So when Evelyn uh, returns, I'm just be like, take this from me. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, baby. <laughs> I'll give back Strix's hat too. All right. Evelyn goes to like put it on her head, and then she's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, the water did not clean her off at all. It's just it just made it so that you know when like pieces of cloth get like yeah. hard." <laughs> Strix, when you when you stand up, Strix, you realize there's still a quipper like wiggling around in your underwear, so you're like no! shaking and trying to get no! it out. You rip Smash. off your pull your underclothes off somehow without taking your robe off and dump them out, and yeah. <laughs> 
she's just like like disrobing on the side of the shore and everyone's like (laughs) (laughs) all right strix you can't make waffles small again can you i can't uh oh wait hold on not small enough for a lily pad no i don't think small enough for the lily pad if you were if you were to shrink it down it would be small enough but it, it and it would be a close call whether she gets to the other shore in time. Uh, Before uh, she suddenly becomes big again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sploosh. Yeah. Yeah, I could, uh, I mean, if I rested, we could polymorph her, but. I'm already on this ride. <laughs> well, just, well. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Dragonbait hasn't gotten on the lily pad either. He seems reticent. Dragonbait doesn't want to go over there. We're splitting the party right now. It's making me very nervous. Paulton's yeah, already just, gone. Paulton's just gone. <laughs> we have to go with Paulton. We can't. Okay, we him. have to go. Dragonbait. Dragonbait can wait with waffles. When in Froglandia. <laughs> Dragonbait can wait with waffles. Dragonbait will nod. Put his I hand. Agree. Put his hand. A, a comforting hand on the side of the great. Albert Beast. Sorry! Oh, I'll get on my broom and fly towards Diaz. <laughs> All right. I don't like leaving her alone. You take good care of her, dragon bait. I'll throw one of the quippers to Waffles. Like, stay safe! Okay, she'll eat that. Nice. As usual. Yep. Okay. And uh, the rest of you make your way across, uh, leaving Waffles and Al- and uh, Albert. Waffles and dragon bait on the outside of this Grung community. Yeah, you can see uh, evidence once you get close that it looks like flaming arrows were shot across the lake and set a number of the huts on fire and burnt them up. Um, But all the huts are kind of on the shore of the lake and then as you make your way inward, uh, you can see um, more big trees and stuff. But as you uh, just get off your lily pad, Diath, and Paulton's already standing on shore, you can see what must be several dozen grung have come out to greet you. And they run the range of colors uh, from red to blue to violet, uh, orange and green, as you've seen before. And then there's one grung uh, who's a little bit bigger than the others, and he's sort of a bright gold-yellow color. Ooh. Or she, none, none the color of our little baby. Correct. Um, but you see other little babies hopping around, and they're just like the same color as mm. a little Aww. Ebo. Um, so maybe they change color as they mature. That makes sense. Uh, does the gold one seem to be like the leader? If he's kind of the big uh, guy. Yes, you can see that uh, he has. Um, he carries a staff, a stick that's carved, and tied off at the top of it is a live lobster. And it just sort of snaps its claws in the air helplessly. That's fun. I, cool. I look suitably <laughs> impressed by that. And then I, I walk forward and kind of like, again, very stately. Mm-hmm. I say, Yabanug. <laughs> and I say... When you say Yabanug, uh, there's some cringing, some of the other like children and stuff are just like... Ooh. Oh, it's their boogeyman. And I say, Yabanug. And then I say... Ebo, yep. and I put Ebo on the ground in front of him, <laughs> okay. and then nod. Yes, Ebo uh, kind of goes over to him, and then uh, he takes the staff and whacks Ebo on the head with it, <laughs> and says something <laughs> as he as he bangs Ebo on the head, and Ebo's like, 
He's right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then contrite Ebo sort of goes hopping off, wound his pride wounded um, for straying this far from home. Aww. Discipline is very good for children. Yeah. And then uh, another grung steps in and starts to talk to this chieftain in their own language. And you get the, you don't understand what he's saying exactly, but you, you hear the word Yabanag mentioned. You think he's kind Whenever of trying to... Whenever I hear Yabanag, I go, Yabanag. Yeah. And obviously, they're recounting what they believe happened based on what Ibo told them mm-hmm. after it ran away from you. Um, and uh, <clears throat> uh, the, a red grung comes over to you and, uh, or comes over to the chieftain, and uh, the chieftain uh, uh, pulls out a gourd and hands it to the red one, and the red one comes over to you and uh, takes its hand in the gourd, and it's got some sort of paint or something in it, and uh, holds up its hand in front of you, Evelyn. I think he wants you to give him a high five. (laughs) I think he's trying to give you more paint. Does it want my hand? And that sort of pulls away from your hand. No, Evelyn, kneel down. He's trying to give you war paint. I kneel down? Yeah, he puts the hand on your face. <laughs> and you get this big <laughs> sort of uh, kind of bluish colored hand print on your face. Evelyn's like, she's trying to be polite because this is obviously like a really nice yeah. thing that they're trying to do, but she's like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then uh, the the creature goes back into the gourd and walks over to you, DF. Holds up a hand. Uh, heck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go down onto one knee. Okay. Just... It splashes you with that paint on your face. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Strix, how about you? Oh yeah, I'll do it too. I'll go down. I'll just like fall over. Okay. I'm just. She sure. slaps the paint on you as well. Um, Paul, I'm like, no, no way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mind-eating slugs away from me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, no, get away, get away. And they start to like try to corner him as, as this, and suddenly he's running around this frog creature with paint on its hand chasing after him. And then he starts playing his mandolin and he takes to the air riding the mandolin and soars, <laughs> soars away. Can I attempt a uh, creative endeavor while this is all going on? Yes. I want to try to draw Breakbone with my staff in the okay. ground, or a rendition oh. of him. As you do that, um, you start to hear some of the ambient conversations around the grung around you, and they all start to make sense to you. What? <gasps> like suddenly you can understand what they're saying. Oh. oh. No. Now we're tripping just like Paulton. <laughs> Are all of all of us, or just her? All, uh, so all of you who are touched by the paint. Nice. Oh. Whoa! I stopped drawing, and I'd be like, "Oh, Yabanag." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, the Grung chieftain says, "Why are you?" Here? <gasps> I'll let Evelyn take it. Strix is like, "Ah, it's not." <laughs> oh, it's it's my pleasure. I am Evelyn. Avalona Helvig Marthane, Lightforge servant of our holy morning Lord Lathander, and I am so pleased to make your acquaintance. We just knew that we had to get little. Uh, you see platters of candied bugs being brought out to you and held out oh, by yeah. held out by purple grung. Um, 
I'm gonna, Strix I'm gonna tuck into those. <laughs> Strix, they're, they're delicious. They're like, yeah, she's, oh my Strix god. Strix is just like going on like, yes! <laughs> Uh, well, we're here because we wanted to bring little Ebo home, and um, also we were talking to this horrid man, Breakbone, and he said that uh, you guys have been trying to kill all of the humans down there and possibly eat them, and we were hoping that maybe you'd just stop doing that because he's going to try to kill you if you keep doing that, and we really don't want him to try to kill you, and we don't want to try they to kill you. Us. What? They attacked us. They attacked us. Oh. Um... I see. That is very rude of them, and um, we will. They're trying to, to exterminate us. Why do they want to exterminate you? They all look at each other. Because he's racist. <gasps> That's horrible. And I turn to Dieth and Strix, and I'm like, "They've tricked us. This is horrible. We have to protect these poor grung people." The prop. I I agree with you and these grung people. But if they're attacking the undead, I have a feeling that they had some reason. Maybe, unless maybe he's just racist. But I'd like to think that they have reason, but I think he's just racist. I think there's probably just a big misunderstanding. I know, and... them stop. Evelyn, ask him, ask him about the zombies and, and skeletons and stuff. Oh, yeah, do that. I mean, you could ask him things, too. Uh, I'm not you, the only... you, no, you got, you, got, you got the wheel on this one. I'm... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, Dias still... would like me to ask you about the zombies and skeletons and stuff. Okay. <laughs> At this point in time, a bunch of the grung children have bravely come over and are starting to like cling to you and grab at you and sort cool. of jump right. onto you and off of you. And they're just, you're, you're no longer at all sort of um, intimidating to them. They just sort of think you're a novelty. Um, and uh, they... What the chieftain tells you, what a number of the grung tell you all at once, because they all start to yammer, is that uh, the undead are a terrible threat and zombies attack them all the time, but when the zombies go into the water, the the fish creatures eat them. Yeah, That's I smart. saw that. <laughs> so this is a safe place for them, but man have bows like they do, and they strap pitch and fire to their bows and try to light the grungs on fire. Well, that That's is terrible. just unacceptable. Yeah. And I'm sure there's just been a big misunderstanding. And you know what we should do? We should all get together, have a little summit, just have a little talk. We'll have kind of an all-hands yeah. meeting, and it'll be great. We're, mm-hmm. We'll solve all these problems. Uh, they tell you that during the last, uh, uh, after, the, after the initial human attack to try to wipe them out, uh, they fo- uh, some, some grung followed the humans back to their camp and staged a counterattack. Uh, but uh, so many grung were killed that the, the, the chieftain is reconsidering maybe not doing that again. Um, but uh, he tells you that they caught a patrol and ate two of them, but two of them are still alive. Oh, so you were eating the humans. <laughs> See, generally that makes humans real upset when you eat them. It's just a thing that they have. They, they tell you that they didn't eat the humans un, until after they were attacked by them. That's fair. But, I mean, now, that but is, now they like yeah. the taste of humans. And, um, you know... There's that. Yeah, probably don't mention that when we have our peace <laughs> summit. <laughs> it's not something that people generally like to hear. Uh, Can we talk to those those two? Yeah, if you sort of look down, there's like three grung children all staring at you with big eyes. And... Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not even looking at them. I'm just like, 
paying attention to <laughs> the chieftain. Not like I'm not even paying in the mind. Like I'm not even pretending to care or even give him like a mm-hmm. not not even giving him the time of the day or not even entertaining him. Just so even like the ones hopping off of me, I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no reaction whatsoever. I want to do magic tricks for him. Ooh, do fancy little prestidigitation tricks. All right. Little lights and. Okay. Um, And as you entertain them with that, uh, there's some uh, clapping and stomping of feet. And then uh, the the chieftain, one of the chieftain's attendants, another red grung comes out and the chieftain presents a gift to you for dealing with... uh, Yabanug. uh, Yabanug. (laughs) And you see that it is a um, exquisite carved horn. Like it's meant to be blown. Um, That's fun. Yes. Uh, you can you can see that it is carved uh, with uh, an image that kind of looks like a kraken with its tentacles wrapped around mm-hmm. the horn, um, oh. and sort of foamy waves at the end. Um, do I think it might be magical, or just a? Yeah, you do. Oh, can, can I, I just ask him what it does? Arcana check. No, yeah, I guess I can just ask. Him. I yes. look smart though, so I'm not. <laughs> uh, they tell you that uh, when you blow this magic horn, it emits a thunderous blast in a cone that can be heard far away, and anything caught in that cone uh, can take a lot of damage. Um, they they used it to sort of uh, blow away like a leaf blower <laughs> to, to blow away refuse and stuff, but you could knock down a tree with this thing. So it, it, like Halton, they give you a horn of blasting. Mm-hmm. I they give sweet. you all. They give you all a horn of blasting. What? Yes. No, like no. Not I mean, each. you, you, the as party, group. The, the group. It's ours. Gets, it's as a group. Gets oh, as a group. Okay. The horn Since of I'm standing there, I receive it, mm-hmm. and I kind of like turn to Dia, and I say, "I think this should be yours as a reminder that helping others always reaps rewards." <laughs> I think it should be his because he's really weak and needs to <laughs> blow things away from him. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I think it should be mine because I don't get anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see that it's got uh, kind of, a, uh, the strap is missing from it, but it looks like there could be a strap attached from it to make it easier to carry. Okay. I, the I grung, the grung tell I... you that they, they found it in the jungle near the remains of some dead explorers. Um, I thank them profusely, and I asked the chieftain how we should address him because I realized I haven't introduced. Well, I haven't been introduced. Uh, you can. He he says you can just refer to him as chief. Uh, I'd like to ask the chief. Obviously, they followed the humans back to their camp, so they know where the humans are. Mm-hmm. Does he think? Does he know if the humans know where they are? Uh, you mean in the jungle? Yeah, like, do, do the human, does the, the chief think the humans know where their encampment is? Yeah. They do, okay. Yeah. Shit. Damn, all right. Hmm. Okay. So the chieftain says, maybe you could tell them to stop. Wanted to, uh, to stop. Yeah, I feel like only some of them would listen. So you two have been dealing with this whole zombie threat. Is there any other information you can give us about them? Do you have an idea where they're coming from? Yeah, what's causing they, they it tell to you. Defeat them? They tell you that uh, they the waves of them have been coming from the lands farther south, a place called the Aldani Basin. 
Ah. Okay. Yep. Algani, you said? Aldani. D-A-N-I. Okay. Yeah. There's a it's a it's a place that lots of lakes and swamps and things, but also some very towering plateaus and other features. Can I ask the the chief as well, like if if the humans decide like to stop attacking them, maybe they could do an alliance with them and help them defend each other's camps? Uh you get the impression that Grung don't like that idea. All right. They don't want to have anything to do with I mean, I agree. Yeah. The guy's racist. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. I certainly don't blame them. I just we'll we'll just take this message back to them, and we'll tell them that there's no more need, and that you guys are not going to attack them anymore, and that there's a ceasefire, and we have a peace treaty, and everyone's fine, and we're all just working together to kill these undead, right? Yeah. Okay, good. But you have to not break that promise, okay? I don't like being made a liar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think our business is done here. We've done great work. Uh, are we talk all- to the prisoners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Are we always going to be able to understand you now that you've painted our faces? Until the paint wears off. And then we have to get new paint or we won't be able to understand you? What's the paint called? Uh, I, think, I think it's just called blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it translates from common to grung that easily? Yes. Oh, wow. That's so, amazing. Blue, we just need some blue. Blue. blue, blue, blue. blue. <laughs> Evelyn, Evelyn practices saying it like a frog. <laughs> okay, let's go talk to these prisoners. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks for the horn of blasting and the blue paint. They will take you to the prisoners who are hanging from a... Uh, uh, crude wooden cage from a tree about uh, 30 feet up in the air. Um, and to make it easier on you, the grung will sort of untie the cage and lower it down to the ground. And you can see the figures in there. Uh, they look fevered um, from being trapped up here in the heat. Um, it's, it's really stifling here and it becomes increasing. You don't feel it, Evelyn, but the rest of you do. The surrounding heated water and stuff basically is like a permanent bath sauna situation. So these humans look like they've been suffering here. They've been stripped of almost all their gear, really, except for just their undergarments. And um, uh, both of them are men, uh, probably in their mid-twenties. Their hair sort of plastered up against their faces, uh, and uh, they look like that they've only been fed bugs. Hey, guys. Uh, yes, uh, one of them looks at you. Um, uh, you can see uh, one of them is dark-skinned, one of them is light-skinned. Uh, they both look at you, and they're surprised to see you at first, and they say, Did Captain Nile send you to get us out of here? Sorry, Sorry Captain, Captain Breakbone. Going to be real? Not exactly. Oh, yeah, he, was leaving, he was leaving you for the dead book. Yeah, he just assumed that you were dead and he wasn't even going to bother. We're here for other reasons. But don't worry, we made a peace treaty with the Grung and now you guys don't have to fight anymore. Well, why don't you tell us exactly what you were doing, why, and what happened? One of, the, one of them says, we didn't want to fight in the first place. Uh, so one of them um, says to you 
that they were sent on a sortie mission to find, or um, to basically hunt down and kill Grung on sight and bring their corpses back to Camp Vengeance so they could be skinned and strung up outside the fort. That is not cool. But they were were overwhelmed uh, because Commander Breakbone, uh, one of them says, is absolutely petrified of these creatures and frogs in general. So for the record, this whole grung conflict didn't start until Breakbone arrived at the camp. That's right. I think that Breakbone deserves to... uh... Uh, This this one guy tells you that, and you can see he doesn't seem to be any fan of Commander Breakbone. He tells you that shortly after they arrived, the patrols started to see grung sightings. Like the grungs were paying attention to what the builders were doing of the fort because the fort seemed awfully close to where they were living. Um, But they weren't a threat. They just seemed to be watching them. But as Breakbone started to get reports of these creatures, his demeanor changed and became more panicky, thinking that they were going to mount some sort of offensive. So he, um, and he, this guy who tells you, he remembers once uh, when, uh, he remembers coming down here with Breakbone. Breakbone saw a frog in his bedroll one time and freaked out at an ordinary frog. Strix is like just laughing, <laughs> just like. <laughs> so the thought, the thought that there are bipedal frog monsters near him just practically drove him mad with rage. Oh my god! Well, wait until racist. he sees Yabnug. <laughs> yeah, if he saw Yabnug, he'd probably just have a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think that if someone has, you know, some fear issues such as those, then they probably need to take a break from their position of power until they can resolve those. So I think we go tell Breakbone that he needs to step down for a little while. The other, the other man says that, that'll probably never happen. I say we scare him out. Why don't we collect as many frogs as we can and overrun the camp? Just regular frogs. Just right? regular frogs. And I can make some illusion big frogs. We can get them out of there. I kind of like this idea. <laughs> He'll never uh, come back. I, I do feel bad for these prisoners because they were just following orders and I don't think they meant any harm or have any actual ill will towards the grung, I imagine. Right, guys? Uh, well, they kind of do now since they watched the grung basically eat two of their friends. But if you're saying you know they want to fight to the death against these things, no. Well, what I'm saying is... Help us collect frogs. I, I sure. can try to see if I can negotiate. <laughs> they agreed. <laughs> Maybe I can try to help negotiate their their release and get them back to the camp at least. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Only if they help us get get frogs. Yeah, but only if you help us get frogs. <laughs> if we have to get a million frogs to get out of this place, we'll get a million frogs, whatever you want. Perfect. That river specifically. <laughs> Uh, I would like to return to the chief and uh, say basically kind of reiterate that you know I can return back to the camp and help make sure that they will not uh, attack you, interfere with you or cause you any more harm. However they need a sign of good faith in return so that they know that you won't do the same. 
And I think a good way of doing that is by allowing us to return with these two other humans to show that we at least brought something back in good faith. Oh, but I was going to eat that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, why no? He looks real tasty. Mm. <laughs> but then he looks but, at Evil, and what remember, kind of remember was that Evil and said earlier, and it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> That's all we ask. Elon's just hovering behind Dia, no like, a, like a. <laughs> Strix already has five frogs. <laughs> Elon's just been hovering behind, behind Dia, like a proud mom, because like Dia hasn't been participating a whole lot. You know, he's been like kind of down. So she's like really proud that he's engaging in diplomatic negotiations. So she's like just behind him like that. All right. So then after that, I'll like return to the two prisoners, and even just right behind me, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boots. Uh, uh, basically, tell him, it's like, all right, we can get the two of you back to the camp. But as previously stated conditions, you're going to help us get frogs because you don't like Breakbone. We don't like Breakbone. He should not be in power. We need to get him out of here. <laughs> Strix uh, is already like, I have a whole bunch. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a big bag. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so she already got you a head start. They're making so, all these croaking noises in her yeah. bag. And... <laughs> uh, what we need from you guys is to, one, cooperate. Uh, two, when we return to the camp, uh, help explain that the Grung actually mean no harm. And they didn't. We could talk to them. They didn't mean any harm. They only reta- uh, retaliated because they were attacked first. This is not the threat. Zombies are the threat. And thanks to them, we know where they're coming from, and we can help stop them. So you're coming with us. If you're bringing back, you're going to go see your family. and be safe. You just have to cooperate and be chill about it. They both look at each other, then they look at you, and at the same time they say, yes, sir. (laughs) And if you do do anything that would somehow impede or put more lives in danger, I will kill you. They nod. All right. Alice, are your clothes still around or...? Uh, yeah, the grung will <laughs> the grung will sort of collect the stuff that they took off these guys and pile it out as they sort of unlatch the one wall of the cage. It sort of falls apart, and these guys can climb out, stretch their legs and necks, and then uh, start to outfit themselves with their belongings. Um, I don't want them to have their weapons. Okay, you can leave the the grung will run yeah. off with their weapons. All right, yeah, just so they're not naked and they have like some food or something, and then uh, with that. I have this map, and we should be able to get us back to the camp as soon as possible. All right. Is uh, everyone in agreement here? A couple more frogs. Work. This one's a big one. <laughs> yeah, Oops, everybody seems to be it. in agreement. <laughs> Good. Where's Paulson? <laughs> well, last you saw him, he took off on his mandolin, so who knows? Paulson! He'll find us. He can Paulson! I'm sure he'll be back in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> he did a tree shop somewhere. It's going. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, let's return. All right, uh, you gather up these prisoners. You head back. You're shuttled across on the lily pads. All the grungs will wave from the shore as no. you're taken back. Dragonbait and waffles are still waiting for you when you return. I'll even tell uh, Dragonbait to. Uh, Take extra, give extra attention to the prisoners okay. as like an extra guard. Like, don't let them escape or run anywhere or do anything. The prisoners tell you their names are Lorsa and Wolf. Hi, Lorsa and Wolf. 
and uh, as you head off and uh, you follow the track back to Camp Vengeance using the map that Captain Saldana gave you, uh, you spend the night uh, in the Waffle Hut when uh, Paulton finally deigns to return. <laughs> okay. Much to Evelyn's uh, okay. relief, because she was very concerned that he was going to get lost. All right. And uh, as you sit there and Strix dumps out her big bag of frogs, you can see that she's, she's collected about, I don't know, 50 of them at least. Uh, so Strix, 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 surprisingly adept at this. Strix, I'm going to say you collected about fifty of these. Oh my god! 50. How? how? <laughs> Literally how? Wow! Wow! That's special effects, folks. Um, I know. Wow! You're muted, He's Holly. You're muted. I was too excited. I'm sorry. Okay. I was like, I got one. It's really big. That's awesome. Yeah. So you start to dump frogs out, Strix, and you got about fifty of them. And it's around Sweet. that time. Uh, that you realize that most of them are grung young. <gasps> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll stop for tonight. <laughs> I, I just like take it and I'm like... Yeah. You've, you've got an army of grung, <laughs> an army of grung babies. No! No, it's perfect. We got the paint. We could talk to them and just be like, attack. Yeah, yeah. we have the paint. That's, that's true. That is yeah. perfect. All right. Uh, so our next session will be at PAX Unplugged, Friday, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time, which yeah, I, I guess is. I have to bring the frog too. Six, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking all of us are gonna have to put blue like paint. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yes, you are. You guys immediately washed it off. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear them. You have to have it. Ah, that conversation's over. <laughs> all right. Well, bring your blue paint, and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, other things happening at PAX Unplugged. There's an Acquisitions Inc. live game. There's a Ben Wins Minions live game they're participating in. Uh, but another announcement, another activity happening this weekend on November 18th is the Force Grey season finale. Matthew Mercer running an all-star cast through Tomb of Annihilation. Will they survive the tomb? We will find out. But the players include Deborah Ann Wall, Joe Manginilo, um, Utkarsh, uh, and uh, let's see, who else is in that group? Dylan Sprouse is in that group, and... Oh, special guest appearance by Marisha Ray. Um, she's she's playing a turtle. Aww. Yep. So, um, tune in for that. That's on November. Or uh, get your tickets. It, the event is being held in Brooklyn on November eighteenth. Get your tickets for the event. Attend. You will not be disappointed. Yep. Again, our game is Friday at eight thirty p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. Yeah, live and in cosplay. Yes, and it will be broadcast on the Twitch Pax channel, um, and we'll. We'll capture it. I'm going to bring a... They're going to capture it on their end. I'm bringing a hard drive with me to capture it on my end so that we can post it as soon as humanly possible. I'm going to personally find the broadcast engineer and tell them not to run the recording and the stream through an encoder. (laughs) (laughs) We learning. All right. Yeah. As always, it's the Dice Camera Action subreddit. Go to the subreddit and engage in all the different uh, really cool fan theories, uh, fan art stories, uh, just different episode discussion and the like. Uh, there's also the uh, Dice Camera Actions uh, Discord server where you can uh, chat with other people about the show in real time, uh, which has now been going for a year. Is, uh, it's been a season. year? I guess so. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Holy cannoli. So be sure to go to that if you want to join in because we read all those things too. Yay. Yes, we do. It's and uh, people in the subreddit and the Discord know everything about this game. Like, I had a question about one of our characters that I couldn't remember. I went into Discord and was like, hey, historians. And they instantly 
a whole <laughs> slew of information. So nice. Um, also, we're going to be us three. Uh, Chris, are you going to be a Paxa plug the whole time, or are you going to the Force Gray thing? Uh, I'm not going to the Force Gray thing. I'm going to be in Philadelphia oh. the whole weekend until I fly out Sunday. Cool. Okay, so all of us are going to be at Pax Unplugged the whole time. Uh, so please come say hi to us. Hopefully we'll have yeah. some time to figure out for like a meetup and things. So stay in touch with us on, on Twitter especially because that seems to be where we put a lot of the info. Um, also, I'm going to be on a panel on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. in Dragon Theater with Holly. Um, and a couple other people about streaming tabletop RPGs with an audience. And then also I'll be in the Dragon Theater again at 3 p.m. on Sunday for the GM Improv Showdown which cool. I guess is a game where we improv stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds fun. Oh so boy. Yeah, so please do hang out. I'm like, I'm so stoked for Pax Unplugged. I haven't been this stoked for a con in a long time. It's like my vacation fun con, so yeah. I hope I'll see yeah. you all there. I'm hoping like I can get a game in. Maybe like we can, I can DM a game or yeah. something. Yeah. Like a short Ooh. one-off or That'd something. Maybe we, we can just play want to play something. the whole time. Yeah, but we can play something. That's what we yeah. should do with our, our live streaming. We should just live stream Holly DMing us. And, and yeah. I'm bringing Magic the Gathering decks. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Sweet. Yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, then that's a wrap for tonight. And uh, so after PAX Unplugged, next week we've got a regular game as well, assuming we all you know survive without plague. <laughs> um, and Ooh, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's all going to be fun. Lots of D&D as November trucks on. Yeah, and, and speaking of more D&D, I do have my misclicks game next, in which my husband is joining us uh, and already has started with the juvenile references, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So right. join or don't, I understand either way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good luck and have fun with that, and I'll see you Thanks. guys all soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.